I mean, you did maintain some untruths, some lies at the reunion, hmm. right? Why did you do that? He feels like it would be less hurtful to say that, you know, this wasn't going on for so long. Uh, By what point was it like a regular thing? Like for while we were still filming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the second time was, um, it was actually during Mexico. I was in Mexico. Um, yeah, that was the second time that we were physical, intimate with each other. Did you guys have sex multiple times in Mexico? Um, yeah. So it was like a regular ongoing thing between you two, it sounds like, as of Mexico. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It definitely like picked up speed more like after we wrapped filming. This is the one story that we've agreed on getting straight. And I know that the reason why Tom wanted to lie about it is because it's a really bad look to hook up with someone's boyfriend in their own house when they've gone out of town especially for like a funeral of all things. Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi Mariana. Send a bulls a liar. Send a bulls a liar. <laughs> Send a bulls a liar. <laughs> Savings. <laughs> what do you think, Nathan? I just feel like I've you know when you've had a good lay and you roll over and you have a cig <laughs> and then you just want to eat out of a tub of ice cream and you're just like, wow, that's what I'm like. Not that I've ever had a cigarette. I wondered, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as much as that was as epic as I had hoped, it's over. Like, I know, isn't that sad? What are we going to do? <sighs> we will press on. Hopefully, you know, I don't like when they leak shit from their real lives before filming or during filming, but I will be following this closely. Yeah. So just if you can hear a little scratchy, crinkly sound, that's Kato with his dog toy. I noticed it in the last episode Cute. when I was editing. I could hear it, but I'm not taking his toy. Let him play. That's right. There are no words almost. Ariana's right. I need a bit of vocab. <laughs> Oh, my God, Ariana, she had a lot of words. Oh, she had a lot um, of great words. She was on fuego. She, she really was. Oh. Um, let's talk about that final five minutes up front. Because let's. there was all this hype about something will be revealed that the cast didn't know and now they've seen it. We can go into filming the next season, blah, blah, blah. And people were speculating the wildest things. Oh, people were saying she was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that it, the affair started six years ago. Which is a fair fucking call, hey. Like, no one's seen her. It's supposed to be a bombshell. Andy Over plays his hand all the time when he says it's explosive. Like, calm down, Andy. I was actually picturing when she was sitting down for that interview, like, you know, that cocktail was next to her. I was picturing her picking it up and being like, oh, wait, I can't. And, like, just saying that or something like that. But that didn't happen. No. The thing that... I picked up on in that last five minutes. Yeah, she was finally crying. 
Who would have thunk it? Finally, yeah. But that was not the only time we saw her in an interview in that dress. That's what I was thinking too. She was talking about the glamping in that dress, wasn't she? Yeah, so it's like... I don't know. I know on Watch What Happens Live, Lala said she sort of started feeling for her a little bit when she finally saw her cry. But I just kept thinking, but what about all the other interviews she did in that fucking dress with her smug face that I wanted to fucking slap through the TV? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. This, like, last five minutes, the coda... Mm. I thought <laughs> I it love was. You, theater nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was her throwing Sandoval under the bus, and it actually made me look at her as more of the mastermind. And then I had a moment where I was like, maybe she was coaching him <gasps> because yes. I know because I felt like she was effectively playing not the victim, but she was also suggesting that she's being manipulated and controlled and she's got everything to lose. She's only got him left and he's put her in this position. And it was not at Sandoval's defense, any of that. And I was sort of thinking like, she's distancing herself from him even more than she did at the reunion. And then I'm thinking like- As per her PR team and her family have told her. Yeah. So I don't think she's a genius, but I think her PR team might be because I was, I, I don't know, she came across much better- for admitting some of the truths, even though she was still lying. And even though I don't believe a fucking word she says, regardless, like I still don't know about this timeline. She says she clears up a few things, but I'm like, Dal, there's more. You're not telling us everything. The fact that she admitted it was Mexico, which was in August. Mm -hmm. So what she's saying is they slept together the first time in August and then they continued it in August. So Mm -hmm. she is admitting that, The affair happened the whole way through. She did say it ramped up when we wrapped filming. Well, of course, because you're not spending eight hours a day in front of a fucking camera. No shit, you got more time to bang your boyfriend. I mean, do we even call him her boyfriend? I don't know what you call it. Well, they love each other. Oh, Ariana's right. It's an abomination. She's like your kid sister. (laughs) Did you love the bit where the camera went onto Schwartz's face when Ariana said that? Like when, when Lala asked, it was like a little break, I think, before Raquel came out. Ugh. And she said, like, if he had told you when the emotional affair before that started, I have feelings for mm-hmm. Raquel. And she's like, no, not in the friend group. Like, it's still not okay. And then the camera, like, looked at Schwartz and I'm like, yeah, get it yeah. now, dickhead. So he was on Brittany and Jax's podcast saying mm. that he's taken a break from Sandoval. He doesn't think Sandoval's showing enough contrition, especially wow. with his band tour. Jax was like, well, he used you, dude. He's like, yeah, like I feel taken advantage of. So he's definitely doing his version of an apology tour, non-apology, which is, you know, I was a victim of Tom too, which too little too late, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, you're up there in the dickhead one and dickhead two stakes. 100%. But I just thought it was interesting this episode sort of seeing when the Xanax hit. (laughs) He popped that pill and then I was like, I think think he's pilled up right now. Well, did you see Watch What Happens Live? Tamara reckons, God love Tamara Judge, reckons that that wasn't Xanax in there because she's like, when he chucked it, the sound that it made, she's like, I know what Xanax (laughs) sounds like. That doesn't sound like Xanax. And I'm like, I fucking love you, Tamara. I mean, that's (laughs) hilarious. 
She's like, no, it sounded like too heavy because Xanax are teeny tiny little pills. I imagine the Vanderpump Rules Foley artists just emphasise the audio. I don't know if they captured the real audio. That was a squeaky wheelchair. Do you think that Rachel was on something because she... To, in my mind, she was a little more sedate than usual. I think she must have been because she took it like a champ. If I was in that hot seat and was getting that barrage of hatred mm. and being made fun of for like every aspect of my life, like it, even my likes and interests, like if I like Harry Potter, I'd be in fucking tears. <laughs> I would be shaking like a leaf. This is what I don't get. And I didn't think I'd ever be that person that would judge someone for not crying. But it's just because, and as the lovely editor showed us, she cried twice when she was talking about the fact that she's aged out of pageants. And one of them was in a public restaurant. (laughs) <laughs> like with the pirate, you know what I mean? It was, so, it was so funny when James was like, you don't win pageants, babe. No, no, she doesn't. <laughs> you don't win them. Like you're going to cry about aging out of a pageant, but you're not yeah. going to cry when people are hurling awful insults at you and then you've got James jumping on the bandwagon going, yeah, yeah, get out, don't come back, leave. It's like, James, let Ariana do that. If you do that, it makes you look bad. Well, I mean, I appreciate the stoicism compared to like whenever Sandoval cried, it made me want to throw up. So I do think there's an aspect of, she confuses me this, Rachel. I don't know what I think, but I think there's an aspect of she believes everything Ariana is saying. Like she thinks she is also a piece of shit. Yeah. And so it's like, she's not disagreeing. So maybe that's why it's not, it's not that harmful for her because she's like, I've accepted that I'm I'm scum. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to say? She's not a great fighter. She's not eloquent. So she, I imagine, was coached to say when they attack you, just sit there and take it. If you're not going to be able to verbally defend yourself. She realised that sitting there and not saying anything, which is generally her response when her mind goes blank. I mean, she's had a lot Mm -hmm. of practice with that. She (laughs) finds that the other person loses steam and leaves you alone. But they weren't losing steam. (laughs) No, they weren't, but they would move on to another topic because she wasn't giving him any more ammo. And any time she did open her mouth, it wasn't the brightest shit to say and she definitely triggered them, so. No, I do think it was a better strategy than whatever Tom did. And he was like, you're doing better than me. And I'm like, yeah, she is. He was like, Lisa Rinna, oof, you're so angry. Oh, I know. This is what I don't get. He's emo of anger. Like, uh-huh. can anyone explain that? He's actually thinking that stuff that he's copying isn't fair. He kept saying, like, Lala was going in hard and she doesn't know anything. She is a cast member on your show and you are at yep. a reunion. She has literally been given carte blanche to respond mm-hmm. however she wishes. So where do you get off getting angry at her? I think he's just an angry person that this all didn't go according to his plan where he would dump Ariana in an off-season and then develop a new relationship and no one would find out. Yeah. And that's just made him furious. But does he honestly think that no one would find out? He's such a yeah. moron. I hate I it know. when dumb people think they're smart. It's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Let's go through some of the beats through the episode so we don't miss anything. So mm. um, we start with Raquel joining them. And the first thing they really talk about is that girl's trip to Vegas. And she says her mindset shifted this summer. Mm. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Which, what do you think she means by that? She means like she's single now. She hasn't been single for a really long time. And she's trying to discover who she is and, and what she wants and what she thinks because she's always had someone else to defer to. So mm. she's like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I think. I don't know what I like. I was always worried about James. I didn't have time to think of that stuff. That I get. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's where she's coming from. So I understand when she's saying, like, it was my time to be selfish. What she should have said was it was my time to reflect on what I want. I know a lot of people who after they break up from a long-term relationship where they thought it was going in one trajectory and they were trace surprised that it didn't, they do lose their way a little bit. They go a little extra because they're not happy. It's like, yay, I'm going to convince myself that I'm happy being single, that I'm comfortable with all aspects of being single, and they're not. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. And you make mistakes, but Jesus Christ, woman, she's an extremist. Yeah, and it's very, like, confusing to me how she's like, oh, my actions were very human. And it's like, well, a lot of humans don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Her actions, if she thinks they're human, they're human to her because as soon as the reunion ended and she went back into the green room to get changed, the first thing she wanted to talk about was that James said that Ali's an upgrade. It's like, are you looking to And she agreed. Well, that was funny. I think she initially said it is because she wanted dickhead one. She wanted a positive affirmation from him. And she didn't get it. No. He laughed and went, yeah, she's an upgrade. And then yeah. I was like, wow, you're a shit boyfriend. Yeah. So, again, she's looking for validation from the one person left in her corner by default. And it does sort of seem she's um still hung up on James. If that's her first takeaway, yeah. talking about Ali, yeah. it's like, and that's the comment that, of all the comments, you're a dementor, you know, <laughs> you fuck, go fuck yourself with the, the cheese, cheese grater. Oh like my God, all of these things. Gold. I'm so using that today. <laughs> and the takeaway is the comment about Ali, like, oh yeah, you're not over him. She's not over attention. She's not over validation. Mm. She has some serious insecurity issues. God knows what other issues. Yeah, she definitely needs a medical assessment. Well, she's getting one. <laughs> well, let's fucking hope so. I don't know, like, I keep getting a sense that she is one way, she goes away, she comes back, she's another way, i.e. the last five minutes. Now, uh -huh. we all know her parents. It's been expressed to us by others on the show that her parents have money. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised that her parents support her in, in some financial way. Okay. Like, I know she's on the show, I know she gets paid, but why is it when you broke up with James that you couldn't find somewhere to live, you had to go live at Sheena's house? So this girl's mm -hmm. shit with money. She's spending 700 bucks on a fucking lightning bolt necklace rando. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if her parents were giving her financial stake ultimatums. Oh. Because, like, we know she said she was at her sister's for a few days afterwards and then she went back to Arizona where her parents live. And then mm -hmm. she flew back. So her car's in Arizona. She drove to Arizona, okay. she flew back to LA for a union. So I get the sense that her parents are like, you're not going back to LA, you're going to treatment, you're doing this, you're doing that, or we won't be supporting you. 
And let's face it, she's got no one else in her corner. They're the only people who are really going to be ride or die for she's her. She's not getting endorsements. <laughs> she's not doing battery ads. No, no, certainly not. She's like Jennifer from Jersey. She ain't getting any endorsements. <laughs> I'd also be surprised if Bravo as a network mm. watching this, knowing she was going into this arena, mm-hmm. they'd have to offer her support or at least ask that she gets evaluated or something. Or help her in the process, like find her a place and do all that stuff. Yeah, Like ethically, they have to. Yeah, probably. And I just thought, I wonder if she's finally telling the truth because her parents have put their foot down, however that they can, and said, mm-hmm. we will support you if you leave LA, you go into treatment. And therefore she was like, well, I'm going to lose him anyway. I may as well say the truth. Her truth. I don't, I still don't know if it's the truth. I just don't believe this whole, like, I hate lying. I don't like to do it. I want to tell the truth. I'm like, why now, sweetheart? You've done the reunion. You've got no one else attacking you. Uh You're coming to do some bullshit little, like, wrap up interviews. Why do you think now is the time you've got to tell the truth? Because I don't believe her conscience is the motivating factor. There's something else. No. And I think. She's so good at lying Mm. when she's saying something with like the worst poker face in history and the producer's like, well, I can already tell you're lying, so you may as well tell the truth. She's orchestrated that. She looks like that on purpose. So she wanted this to come out. She did not say anything that she didn't intend to come out already. I agree because when we all know when she was having the intimacy conversation with Ariana, she had fucking poker face. She had fucking poker face all season. So don't tell me you got a shit poker face. You're so right. Oh, that activated me. I, I love when Andy called her out and said that was diabolical. Yes. I think you said last week that, like, we need Andy to be that person who will have yes. a go at them. And I appreciated him for that in this moment. Yeah. I understand you're a moderator, but you need to interject some out-of-the-bubble, like, humanity. Because I'm not saying that they don't have it and they're all evil people. I mean, whatever. But I get the concept when you're in something, it, you're in the how do I put it like the water in the pot boils slowly so you don't realize how Mm -hmm. fucked up things are because you're in the middle of it but Andy you're not in the middle of it you need to be us and if you can't be Mm -hmm. we need to get someone in who can and not someone who sucks up like the Nicki Minaj or whatever whoever that was it Nicki Minaj (laughs) I think it was Nicki I can't remember on Potomac yeah Yeah. that was Nicki right like don't get me wrong she asked some cool questions but at the same time it's like no, I need like a regular person who's got no stakes in any kind of cancellation. Mm-hmm. Fucking Jax, that's who we need. We need Jax with some oh, cue God. cards. <laughs> Jax with cue cards. What did you think when Tom said, we don't live our lives by logic? Yeah, no fucking shit. I know like I steamroll people when I speak. I get that. I know it's an issue. I don't want to say I'm working on it because I'm 44 years old. So let's just put that where it is. But this dick. <laughs> You're a work in progress, Jax. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But this dickhead's strategy of pausing and then sighing to act to sort of intimate that the next thing that he is going to say is actually thoughtful and it never is i mean i'm not (laughs) going to say profound because no one believes that but thoughtful it's like dude like (laughs) he's so manipulative even in the way that he just answers a general question or interjects something when no one's asked him to it's like even that is pathetically calculated and i just want to punch him in the face Mm -hmm. me too we do have a sidebar chat 
about Lala being the mistress and like the timeline with Randall oh. and everything. And I was sort of like, why are we bothering? Like, I'd rather just focus on Tom. I know. Why are we bothering? And just leave her alone. And I'm glad they showed it in the extended version because my notes on that was Lala is friends with Randall's ex-wife. Okay. Now that they've sat down post the breakup and compared their stories, they realised that they were both being played by him at the same time. Yeah. Like I said, she says that in the extended version. Again, it's people grasping at straws to justify this despicable behaviour. And Mm -hmm. it's not the same thing. I'm sorry. Like, people... Yeah. I'm not advocating for for cheating or stealing, but people do do it, and it's more profound... When it's from someone that they are supposed to have feelings for. That's human nature. You mm. know what I mean? Like, mm. come mm. on. Can we just... It's bullshit. It was a bullshit question. Yeah, I was I was annoyed at the pivot away from the drama I wanted to talk about. And I think I sort of get why Andy does it because you sort of... You have to give Rachel a break. Otherwise, she will just walk off like she did once. Yeah. But as a viewer, I don't know why we couldn't have just edited that out. I know, right? <laughs> I think also that there are loser supporters of Tom and Raquel. Yeah. It's trying to be the tennis umpire and going, you know what, everyone has to hold the – well, not tennis, I mean the sports, but everyone has to hold the hot potato at some time. You can't just give mm-hmm. it to one person. That's his job. So I don't think he wanted to talk to Lala about any of that stuff either. Well, and James said this is like seasons ago. Like, why are we talking about shit from seasons ago? And I was like, I agree. It's season five, he said. Something like that. We're at season 10, right? It's season 10 we're in. Like, (laughs) come on. That was five seasons ago. Like, that doesn't count in reality TV land anymore. Except for maybe this. Oh, yeah. Well, this, I mean, this is a new ball game. Just a quick little sidebar. I don't know if this is becoming a bad pattern with us, but... Most of the time we tend to pick the show that was great last season and kind of shit this season to cover. Now it seems to be that every show we're covering is put on pause. New York was put on pause. Jersey's been put on pause. VPR's been put on pause. Like, are we cursed? On the flip side... Yes, sir. Melbourne's coming back. <gasps> Real Housewives of Melbourne? We- yeah, but without Gina. No, but we we covered it and it's been rebooted, sort of. Okay. Um, Below Deck Down Under's coming back. I know, that one's good, though. Uh, Oh, my God, Captain Cutie's naked. Naked! I got it. Okay, in in Speedos. Mate. The joy I got from that trailer. Did you have to put a book on your lap to, like, calm yourself down? Because I I had to put a whole fucking encyclopedia on me. (laughs) I know. You had to pull out the Britannicas, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to talk about Below Deck Sailing maybe after this Vanderpump chat. If we can. Of course, of course. That'd be great. One of the other pivots that he did was to the kiss with Dickhead 2 and Raquel. Mm, uh, the plot thickens uh, on that. Well, does it? The kiss. Oh, it does thicken, you're right. The kiss yeah. was the reason for Sandoval fucking her in Mexico. He was jealous. We all knew and it. And she orchestrated that, right? What did she say? That he was drunk in a hallway and couldn't find his room. Bullshit. Uh, he was yeah, on no. his way to your room and couldn't find your room. If he was drunk, he was coming for a fuck. Sorry, he was. Why was he just outside of your room? Get a grip. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, and Dickhead 2 should be feeling like a little pawn in that situation because, yet yeah, you are. Fucking oath. 
Yeah, and I just enjoyed Katie's soundbite where she says oh. she's a cunt and you're a drunk. Oh my god, I love it. I can't, I can't stop saying it. I said it the other day. I said it the <laughs> to other who? day. Your dogs. <laughs> no. Oh well, you know. No, I could say it about my partner. He's a cunt and I'm a drunk, but he's not really a cunt. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a cunt and a drunk. I guess I am. Fuck. Anyway, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, what about how Raquel says Lala resented her? I don't know if Lala does, and I love how Lala's just like, no, I saw you for who you are, and I'm so glad I'm right. I'm loving everything that's going on. I know, right? <laughs> I like the fact that Lala admits that she's living for their downfall. Obviously, she's upset for her friend, but it couldn't have happened to two more apt people, right? She fucking hates uh-huh. them. She's always hated them. Now she doesn't have to pretend. She was so great this this episode. I Lala. thought so I just too. Was eating her up. I know. Me um, too. And James, of course. I mean, they were interjecting a lot. I laughed every single time. Same. Um, I can see how some people might have gotten over that though. Well, James is entertainment for us. I doubt he's entertainment for LVP. Oh no, she was like, "Can you shut the fuck up? I want to get home." Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I heard that that reunion was over pretty quick. They filmed for like six hours or something, as opposed to the usual ten. It was daylight when they left. Exactly. They had to do a lot of shuffling around with but the trailers I did, I'm and everything. Sorry, I did love the poo poo heads. I don't know why. It just it took me I back to too. like when you're a kid, and again. You need it because he's the light in all the shade, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just be serious, serious, serious for 10 hours or six hours, however long they film. You need a giggle. And him sticking his fingers in his ears, I was like, you're regressing in front of my eyes, but I'm eating it up. That made me so happy. I laughed and clapped because we've all been there. And I think I enjoyed it so much because it really rankled Tom because Tom mm. so badly wanted to be heard and he took that away from him. Yes. It's <laughs> beautiful. One of the things that I thought about when everyone kept talking over Tom just to shut him out with the la-la-las with the fingers in the ears and he was getting really frustrated and I'm just like, now you know what it feels like to be a chick. Sorry, dude. Oh, yeah. I don't feel sorry for you. Yeah, no. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. That, that was all. It wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> no, that's a great point. I loved that. And so James, they talk about the beach day. I love that he refused to apologise for the drink toss, but he's like, but I will regret the rant. But I was like, but the rant was so good. <laughs> he didn't regret the rant. We know he didn't regret the rant. The rant was the best. No. I even wrote it down again. What did it say? The corner of shithole and poop hole village. Oh, my <laughs> God. I just love it. I just, it was so funny. That I just, oh, I love when James is on a roll, he's on a fucking roll. I just, what are we going to do without these people, Nathan? Tell me. Aren't they filming like next month? Nope. So. No, they're not. No one's got their contracts yet. Oh, hop to it. They were holding off on giving people the contracts until they saw the last five minutes because no one on the show had seen it. I saw somewhere Andy was saying like he made a really good point because someone I think said to Andy like how do these people ever like film again and he was like they like attention so much they'll find a way to film again of course they will it's like the highest rating show on bravo right now you think that they're not going to sit there and go right give me more money you think they're going to go no yeah i'd rather not take any money thanks yeah no i, I will be seeing them i don't think this will go on pause you don't think it'll go on pause So did you hear the rumour that, and I think it's a bullshit rumour because it's like copying New York, that they're going to do an OG show of those guys in the valley and a new show with a whole new cast of people they can pretend actually works at Sir? 
I don't think we're interested in new people. No. I think if those new people actually wanted to get on this show, you'd have sex with someone on the main cast and get promoted a year later. That's the formula. <laughs> That's what you do. It's true. And if you're not willing to put in that work, I don't want to see you. Yeah, if you're not willing to follow James's example, forget about it. James and, every- and Raquel's and Ali's. I mean, this is what you do. Yeah, it's anyway. true. <laughs> um, and what, I mean, Billy Lee tried it apparently, so they talk about the open relationship rumours and D2, Dickhead 2, he yeah. thinks it springs from the Billy Lee threesome rumour. Which I'm pretty sure was a um, twosome rumour. That's what I was thinking too. He fucked that's Billy I Lee. I do not believe that he he is so bad at being bad and not getting caught, right? He always gets caught. You got caught because of Miami Girl. You now got caught because of this one. Don't tell me they were just happy accidents. No, no. You fucked Billy Lee. You fucked that chick who was the singer in your band that all of a sudden stopped turning up to practice and was no longer in the band, Rando. Everyone thinks you fucked her too, dude. Yeah, he just gaslights and denies it and thinks that it goes away. Well, it doesn't. I hope his pudgy face falls in the dirt. (laughs) Raquel apologises to Ariana quite a lot, much more than Tom has ever apologised. Yeah, but they were words. There was no... There was no, there was no emoting. Feeling, yeah. It's like she Botoxed her whole body. Nothing moved. I know. And it's sort of, it's such a backhanded, like, apology when then you say, well, I felt so seen and heard by Tom. Like, and she tries to make that, like, a bit of, a, like, a love story. And it's like, yes. that's not going to help the situation. Ariana's not going to be happy that you're in love. Oh, let's talk about when they said they're in love. And mm. it took him, like, five hours to admit it. And then he was like, I'm sorry, Yes. If I were Raquel, I'd be like, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm going through all this shit for you and you can't even admit you love me. I know. <laughs> They're I, doomed. What, what are they th- <laughs> like, okay, this is, this is a thought and I don't know if it's a good one, but what if they both came out and just admitted it? Sorry I hurt you, but I'm in love. It is what it is. I want to be with her. I want to move in with her. I want to do all those things with her. How would you take that? Mm-hmm. Would you be as angry as you are now? No. I mean, it's still diabolical. Yes. But you have to appreciate them being up front because what's really grinding my gears is Tom, on the one hand, destroying Ariana's life. Well, not destroying it, not humiliating her. We make that point. But he's done this to her. But then he's also like, I want to thank everyone for supporting Ariana. Ariana, I support you from afar. I'll always love you. It's like, cut that shit out. If you're going to... Be a cunt, be a cunt. This is what And I'm stand saying. up for yourself and stand up for your mistress if that's what you want to do. I know. And part of me is like, am I just saying that? Would I be even more angry? I don't know how I'd feel. But it's an option that they didn't consider. They maybe should have considered. It's just they're half-assing it. Like, do something 100%. Don't do two things 50%. Yeah, it's true. Ugh. But as a viewer, I'm still loving it. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. It's fucking amazing. Amazing. I pray to Raquel every single night and just say thank you for this. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to give that bitch props. (laughs) Even though she's soulless, she's a mouldy piece of fruit. (laughs) Charlotte's going to haunt her. (laughs) I love that. I hope Charlotte haunts you. I love that. Oh, that was so good. I mean, the cheese grater one made me laugh. Fucking hell, that was pretty graphic. Ariana was going in. Like, when she got up to get a glass of water and Ariana's like, don't come back, no one wants you here, no one's your friend, we're not going to call you Raquel because we're not your friend. Like, I was 
accepting everything Ariana was saying because I feel like she had earned the right to be that aggressive to her. She's definitely she's in her she was in her angry era. I love that. It was great was for ever? us. But that whole like I want you to hear or want you to understand you're nothing. I know. Can she get on a fucking soap toot sweet? Because she's phenomenal. She had so many lines. She needs to be a soap actress. She'd be amazing. She looked good in the great. fucking outfits. But what I want to ask is like I saw one tweet where someone said, okay, like I'm Team Ariana, of course, but, like, this is getting a bit mean. It's going a bit too far, this, like, harassment of Raquel. And then there was, like, 3,000 comments being like, no, she deserves it. (laughs) So I just wanted to see where you land on that. I agree with what Lala said on Watch What Happens Live, which is this is the game, bitch. That's the game. They are cast members on a show at a reunion. This is the game. And just because somebody doesn't take it well as in they're not good at a clapback, that's mm-hmm. their problem. Just because Lala's good at a clapback and Lala can get verbally aggressive doesn't mean that it's fair to do it to her and not fair to do it to Rachel. And if you don't like it, then maybe this show is not for you. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. it's the game. She had an out. She could have just rode that restraining order and not come to reunion. But she wanted to be there to get her side out and that's the trade-off. Yeah, exactly. And I haven't heard her complain about it. No. No, I haven't heard her complain about it. That is a fair point. Yeah. Like people saying it's bullying, it's like she is inviting this. This is the show. Has she not seen the show? We all know she was a fan of the show. She's seen the show. And if you don't think that you have the constitution for it, get off my fucking TV. But please, Raquel, (laughs) don't get off my TV. (laughs) Please stay. Please renew that contract. Um, So you said Ariana was in her angry phase. Mm. There was a shift there where I thought she sort of went into a sadder phase and she actually cried when she talked well Schwartz asked her a question and she talked about the support and how she felt like she needed to be babysat each night and then she was crying saying I can't think of two worse people I can't and I was like I feel like we pushed through that anger with her there in that moment and saw something shift yeah like did you clock that yeah I definitely I think that it had only been like three weeks right wow didn't didn't we hear her say that when she said they've been there for me for like the last three weeks and now and always so three mm. weeks, man, it's still raw. It's still there. And like your head can go back to a time and you can relive that time emotionally. I think they call that mm-hmm. PTSD. That you, you can't yeah. recall. She's not being able to recall the time without recalling how she felt at the time and that's what's coming out. Yes, good point. And let's face it, it's only been three weeks. She's probably oscillating from being that vulnerable and being that angry all the time. But I do love how even though it's only been three weeks, like even Katie can say, your life's already gotten so much better and it's better by the minute. And Lala's like, yeah, this is a gift in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You've avoided a lot of trouble down the line. And this is, I think, how Lala, how she comes across as being strong and some people think she's aggressive and all that stuff. She's definitely a fighter. Mm. She's saying that because that's what she, how she chose to process her experience with her relationship with Randall. Yeah, wow. She's sitting there going, you know, how can I use this as fuel to propel myself in a direction that I choose to go into? So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's her personality type. Everyone needs to back off Lala. I've noticed that there's been a lot of, like, hate online for her and Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't – leave her alone. 
Yeah, <laughs> leave Lara alone. She's a little pussy cat who has to act like a lion because she's in it on her own. Like, yeah. I just think that I think is fucking bullying. Not telling someone for being a fucktard because they've been a fucktard. <laughs> Sorry, the truth hurts, mate. So let's touch on LVP for a quick second yes, because sir. she had been in her defending the boys era, mm. but I feel like she's shifted. Like, well, as the night progressed, I feel like she was like, oh, wait, that's diabolical. Oh, that's fucked up because she calls out the dressing up as Raquel for Halloween oh. as provocative. How did she not know, though? And the lightning bolt as well. So she starts to question Tom more and I was kind of glad. It's like she almost heard our feedback I that agree. she was defending Tom too much or she read the room somehow. Maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> she read the room. I mean, obviously that's what she does for a living in a way. True. But I think when she heard the thing about the Halloween, she was shooketh. She was shooketh. And so, yeah, and I think, I don't know, I can't remember, I don't have another example on the tippity, tippity top of my tongue, but I did notice yeah. that her going, oh, my God, and that, and that, and that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it snowballed and she was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I, I've got to pull back on my defence of him. <laughs> they were flaunting it. That was the thing. They oh, were yeah. flaunting it. The lightning bolt mm-hmm. necklace, as Lisa said, like, you're wearing that on camera. Buying it on camera. Like, what were you thinking? You obviously were thinking that this was good. Yeah. And so the other, like, most diabolical thing I think Tom said was when he was saying how he hadn't been sleeping with other people while he was sleeping with Raquel and Ariana's like, well, actually, you were sleeping with me. And he said, yeah, and she kept her shirt on the whole time. So hot. Mate. What's your take on that? <laughs> oh, mate. Okay, so I was texting with Angela oh, yeah. about this and I think Angela, I hope she doesn't mind me reading out her text messages to me, she expressed them, She expressed it a little bit better than me. She's oh like, God, it wait. enraged her. If you're listening and you have our phone numbers in real life, please send your rage texts through to us. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> just, just a PSA. I mean, first of all, she says, I feel the internet needs to be flooded with photos of women in T-shirts sitting on top of their men's. Or their women's. I mean, that's still hot to me. I I don't know why that's a I turn off. I don't get it. I don't get it. I think it's I, fuck off, dickhead. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Then she's like, she's a sociopath, and he's coached her not to say anything. Oh uh, wait, there. The T-shirt. I cannot. We ride at midnight. Tell the others. <laughs> it <was> so funny. <laughs> that's funny. My mouth, so I just thought I had to add a little bit of Angela because we all miss her. Angela, hurry up and come back Mm -hmm. on the show. My jaw dropped, my mouth was open, and I couldn't even get a gasp out. Mariana was speechless, Mm -hmm. people. She was soundless. Wow. She was mute for a whole- What must that be like? (laughs) Four and a half seconds. Shit. (laughs) I had to pause. I went to type and I was just like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It was great. For me, it was like we saw a glimpse of the real Tom Sandoval, like the mask dropped and we saw what he really thinks about women, what he really thinks about Ariana, that his own warped view. It was like, you know, in Lord of the Rings, when (laughs) Bilbo's at Rivendell and Frodo comes to visit before the Fellowship and the Council of Elrond. Yeah. And Bilbo says, oh, have you got my ring? And Frodo's like, oh, yeah, I've got your ring. And he's, Bilbo sees the ring and then that, like, monster face jumps out for a second. Yeah, he looks kind of like Gollum. Yeah. Yes. That's what Tom was in that moment. 
and it was just like, oh, this is you. This is who you are. Yeah. This is the real you, and you're a piece of shit. And Lala, she said it to Rachel. This is your future. He's gonna talk to you oh. like this. It's true. And I do think Rachel is gonna drop him. I think so too. I don't know. I I don't know. How can you not? I think she should drop him and I think she should not come back on the show for her personally. Do I want that to happen? No. I totally don't want that to happen as a viewer. But if I was her, I'd just be like, I'm done. But she likes being on the TV. She was obsessed with that show before she was on it. Like her wildest dreams came true. She got on a show and she got pretty. I think this is all because no one showed up to her puppy party. Yeah. And ever since no one showed up to that puppy party, she said, well, fuck this. I'm going to become the star of this show. And she did. And she did. Um, but with, <laughs> with that comment from Tom, I think it just goes to show his like warped view of what a, what a sex life should be. I think he's maybe watched too much porn in his life and maybe. he just expects porn level all the time. And it's like, maybe. you need to realise that maybe that's not what real life is and what a real relationship is. I just think, okay, this is a guy who likes to be constantly stimulated and entertained. He is willing to spend his own money to entertain others so that they in return <laughs> entertain him, right? That's why he does mm-hmm. it. That's why he wants to throw big parties. He wants to see other people having a good time because that's how he gets off on their energy. He can't create the energy on his own. He's got to have others to create it. I mean, there's a red flag. Mm. So for him, he thinks that if someone's having sex with him or doing anything with him, they should be putting on a show for him. Do you know what I mean? Wow. It's, there's no give. Yeah, I get it. This guy doesn't give. Unless he thinks he's going to get something in return. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's not a selfless person at all, which is oh, why God, no. I think Sheena is so, partly why she's so distraught about that friendship because she's now realising he was never kind to be kind. He was he was using mm-hmm. people to suck all their mm-hmm. energy. It's devastating. Right. And do you agree with the person who online said, like, do you know when when Rachel was out there and Sheena was in the trailer and she said, what about my apology? Where's my apology? And someone <laughs> posted a comment saying, oh, Sheena making everything about herself. What do you think of that? Do you think that Sheena should be as devastated as she is and thinking she needs an apology, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, Sheena needs an apology. The legal proceeding. She's in a fucking trailer 100 yards away because of Raquel. Like, yeah. I agree. Like, I'm sorry. She needs an apology. I agree. And I think also the um, the fact that Sheena was so – she would stick up for Rachel so often mm-hmm. instead of laughing along with people's jokes, instead of saying, I see where you're coming from, please don't say that stuff in front of me, she would go to bat for Rachel. She would be the one, not Ariana would be the one feeling humiliated. I can see that Sheena would feel humiliated. Yes, that's a good point. The worst judge of character. She sacrificed she, oh, for yeah. her own potential friendships on the show for Rachel. Mm-hmm. And she was manipulated. I mean, yes. I think we talked about that last week with the Katie stuff, but yeah. yeah. So we've got Tom saying it was really hard to know if the feelings were real when the, he was having the affair, which God must not feel great for Raquel sitting next to him. <laughs> I mean, good. Good. <laughs> yeah, and that's the good. thing. Like, we're saying, like, Rachel, watch out. He's going to be a dickhead to you one day. He's already being a dickhead to her. I know. And there is still that part of me that thinks she is maybe manipulating him as well. So right. they're, bo- they're both crap. Yeah. They're both poo-poo heads. They what, are what both poo-poo heads. <laughs> a few other things happen. So, okay, that when they 
break mm. and Rachel has to leave for Sheena to come back. I loved when Ariana heckled her saying, oh, you're going to give her little rat kisses, <laughs> give oh. him little rat kisses. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> um, oh. We have that scene with Sandoval and Raquel, which we talked about with the alley being an upgrade. One thing in that scene, did you notice that the background music was very true crime podcast like yes yes i did notice i always <laughs> notice the music and the sound effects i love it i actually think it was the exact same music as like only murders in the building or something like that like i, <laughs> I, I love could, that i recognize that somewhere okay what else happens she she comes back mm. we do the final thoughts the only final thought i really want to talk about is when sandoval said he's a human who makes mistakes and then he's crying and he's talking about Ariana and she was just like side eye the whole time. She was not amused, not amused that he was taking up space. In that moment, she wants him to die. For you to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says he's cheering her on from afar and I don't think he ever will be. Like, I think that's clearly a lie. I don't think he knows what cheering someone on means. He would uh -huh. cheer her on from afar and take some sort of credit for it. I mean, the guy basically Truth. said to her, you wore a T-shirt when we were having sex, i.e. my affair is your fault yet again. Mm -hmm. And I don't think mm -hmm. he realises that that's what he thinks. He's the most self-unaware person. Sorry. Makes me mad. Did you see her ad for the batteries? Yes. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> With the, like, the cupboard full of paper towel and she's got a million batteries stocked. So funny. And the funny <laughs> thing is I reckon she does have a million batteries stocked. Like she would have yeah. been given free batteries for the life. <laughs> I don't think I'd want a paycheck. I would just say I want any kind of battery for free for the rest of my life. How many times do you have to buy a 2032 battery? How many motherfucking oh. times your kitchen scales go out? You fucking, oh. when it's Christmas and you're pulling out the box with the Christmas decorations and you want those yeah. little light up ones and the batteries are all fucking dead. They all take three batteries and it's uh -huh. like $45,000 fucking batteries. I'd rather free batteries. Fuck a yeah. I, I bought some triple A's yesterday and it broke the bank. I was like, the cost of living crisis on batteries is crazy. Heroin is cheaper than batteries. Oh, if only the world ran on heroin. <laughs> oh, well. Um, Seriously, so they like do it. that perspective, <laughs> drugs, narcotics are cheaper than wow. batteries. And I've never had the heroin, but I assumed if I had, I wouldn't give a fuck if the lights were on or not. Batteries are easier to get, though, so that's that's something. Well, in not where favor. we live. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, that's funny. So they do a cast photo, which is super awkward. Then we get the six days later Raquel final interview in the blue dress. We've pretty much talked about that. Are there any other revelations from that last interview that you do want to bring up, or from the whole episode in general? What have we not covered? What I don't get with this Rachel again. She was happy mm -hmm. to admit that they had sex in Mexico multiple times and yet she was reticent to share that she was in St. Louis with him over Christmas, even though we have a fucking photo of it. I know. You're a dirty, rotten liar. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, don't lie when you say you're sick of lying and there's photographic evidence, you moron. <gasps> Do you think that maybe there was someone 
who said they had evidence of something and were going to spill it if she didn't spill it. I don't know. I don't know, just a thought. Again, I just don't think she's done this of her own accord based on her actual feelings because I don't think she has any. Yeah, and I think the fact that she says, he asked me not to disclose this information. Was that is about just Jacuzzi like, Night or about the St. Louis or about I, everything? I think it was about the funeral the, uh, in the, the house because they, they made a big point of saying they never had sex in the house. Which um, they did. I mean, we have to say it. They had sex they did. in her house while she was at her grandmother's funeral. Why was Deplorable. he not at her grandmother's funeral? Great question. What was going on in your life that was so important that you couldn't drop it and go to your partner's grandmother's funeral with her? I talked to my boyfriend, Lockie, last night after watching this episode and I tried to explain all of the drama and the one thing he picked up on was just like, why wasn't he at the funeral? And I was like, wow, that really is like, we didn't even need the huge affair. Like that's enough of like an issue for me to be like, drop that guy like a potato. But did you think that the cast may not want to sign their contracts because of this bombshell timeline drop? I didn't think it was that much of a bomb. We all fucking knew it. We just didn't have proof. I didn't think it was a bomb. No, me either. But I do think it indicates sort of a willingness on her part, as I've said, to throw him under the bus and Maybe she could be in the cast without him. Who's going to film with her? Schwartz? Oh, I loved when Ariana went around and said, everyone here has been so great. She named everyone except for Schwartz. I know, me too. <laughs> I love that too. <laughs> Fuck, that killed me. Because <laughs> I was ticking them off as me she said too. it. And I was like, that's everyone but him. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. I thought that was so good. Power move. Oh. Anyway, w- let's leave that there then. What a great season. I know. We only covered half of it, but I fucking loved it. I know. We did only cover half of it. It was so good. So good. I do want to just in this little break break mm. talk about below deck sailing yacht this daisy colin gary love triangle is just i mean there's a thruple <laughs> oh what a soap opera come to life like what a payoff i know i am thrilled and riveted i'm like every episode i'm just like i can't wait in the mid-season trailer oh i am so glad that Gary finally admitted that he and Daisy have had sex. We all knew it. We all could tell. It wasn't a revelation of fact, but it was a revelation of lie. But yes. Oh, yeah. And Colin, I mean, he didn't know about that. No, I don't think Colin was very happy about that at all. Well, again, he's probably sitting there thinking like, would I have slept with her if I knew my mate had? I don't know if Colin would have. Mm. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about it. I just wanted to say I love it. I know, it's so good. <laughs> I've got no like critical thoughts or anything. I just, I freaking love it. With Gary, love him or hate him, he is the linchpin that makes this show so great. So we have to keep Gary, regardless of what he one might think of him as a person. But yeah, mm-hmm. Sailing Yacht's so fucking good. So I don't think Gary was on season one. Uh, Sailing Yacht Season 1 was a flop. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Sailing Yacht Season 1 was a flop, and I wonder if that's because Gary wasn't on it. I don't recall. You know my memoir is terrible, eh? Oh, I keep banging the table. I I thought it was a whole new cast on Season 2. I can't quite recall either. I've blocked out Season 1. Season 1 was awful. I think I even said to you, don't bother watching Season 1. Just go straight to Mm -hmm. Season 2. But it's the best of the franchise at the moment, of the Below Deck franchise. Speaking of flops, is it just me or does Atlanta suck this season? Are you even watching it? Oh, it's not just you. I'm struggling to understand where Marlo's coming from at all times. (laughs) It's true. And it's almost like 
for the longest time we all wanted, well, lots of people wanted Marlo to get her peach. Give that peach back. I'm starting to see now why the producers always vetoed it. She's unhinged. And a little bit of unhinged is great. A lot of, Mm -hmm. of unhinged, painful. Well, this nephew thing, like my condolences to the family, but like she's making out like the nephew was murdered at Old Lady Gang last week when really it was two years ago at a different location. At his home. With someone that he met at Old Lady Gang? Yeah, someone that he met that worked at Old Lady Gang. I think Marlo's trying to express the fact that he worked for Candy and Candy Mm -hmm. didn't acknowledge his passing in any real way. Mm -hmm. I think that's where she's coming from. But why, why didn't she bring that up two years ago? I don't know. I mean, she even had a peach last season, right? Yeah. Or she was on the show last season, so yeah. like, bring it up then. Well, I think her argument would be I'm bringing it up now because there's been another shooting, this time inside Old Lady Gang, and Candy doesn't like to say the S word as in shooting. Who would? I know. But at the same time, she's sort of saying like, just because you don't want to say it, Candy, doesn't mean it shouldn't be said. Yeah, I see that. But then in the same point in time, she's kicking Kenya's door down. <laughs> like I know. I mean, Kenya is annoying when she, like, drops the rest of the group on these trips. Like, she's there's a pattern of behaviour with Kenya there, which, I mean, you can be annoyed out if you're in the group, but I still love watching it. I kind of think it's fucking hilarious. It's like, yes, she gets away with it, sucked in. But what are you doing kicking a door down? With someone's child, let alone a toddler, sleeping in the room. What the fuck's wrong with these people? I, I- <laughs> It's crazy. I did love how Sheree's like, I didn't do it. And, <laughs> and then so they played back it. like five times that they, she did do it. I that. love that. Yeah, the season's not been hitting. No. It's not been hitting. No. Yeah. Again, there's no sh- light with the shade. And it's just not no, even was- good shade. Yeah. I want the shade to be a bit more clever and funny and happy go We need Portia, mate. She always makes everything clever and funny. I yeah. miss Portia yeah. from Atlanta. Atlanta was like my favourite or one of my favourites, and then Portia left and I just felt like it kind of went a bit downs, but that's all. Yeah. I'm avoiding talking about Jersey. Yeah, speaking of light and shade. you got 10 this minutes, was mate. all <laughs> I'm telling darkness. you, I'm giving you 10 minutes and then I'm cutting you off. <laughs> all right, well, it, what jumps out to me the most was the screenshot from Jacqueline Lorita with the 772 unread texts. I don't know whose phone that was. <laughs> I don't know if it was Jackie's. Or if that was forwarded, but I was like, can we clear out those 772 unread texts? Because that has given me anxiety. has text messages that are unread? Who? I think it was Jackie. How? How do you have unread text messages? Are you reading them on another device so they're coming up as unread on your phone? Does that happen? I don't know. I don't have an Apple Watch. So how does that work? I don't know. Clear them out. Clear them out. I'm just, that makes me angry. And it's text from two years ago. Like, why am I? I'm not getting worked up over this. I'm sorry. Like, no matter what the evidence is, I'm not getting worked up over it. I have a question for you. What did you yeah. think of Melissa Gorga trying to copy Lala and get post reunion merch out to Sweet? Did you see the oh, shirt and, no, what and was the bracelet? The merch? So she has a, a shirt or a jumper that says, I know you hate me, but just try and control yourself with a big pair of lips with lip gloss all over them. Remember how she said that to Teresa at the start? So she's trying to get that to become a thing. But she's also got these little bracelets at Envy and it was online and they were little handcuff bracelets. And the Envy Boutique posted it on their Insta page and it was set to the tune of Akon's Locked Up. 
Oh, yeah. must be much. So Melissa, okay, half of me enjoys that she's being more activated and she's not hiding her hatred for Teresa. Mm. Like, good for her. Finally, we're at that place. Yeah. And I can acknowledge that that might be exciting for people to see. But on the flip side, she's not clever. She's not interesting. She's not funny. She's not witty. She's not pithy. She's just bare bones basic. <laughs> when she was like talking about that, oh, I, I said I'd text my ex. It was funny. It was funny. Haha. <laughs> I'm like, well, it wasn't funny, Melissa. It wasn't funny. Yeah. You're not funny. You don't bring me any joy. <laughs> She's so stupid. No, I, oh, I did like me. Namaste, your asshole. That was actually, if she wants to make merch, make it out of Namaste, your asshole. I'll give her that one. Yeah, that wasn't bad. <sighs> they just yelled at each other. The whole episode is about Melissa and Teresa. It doesn't matter what we were talking about. It was about Melissa and Teresa. I mean, even talking about the fucking adoption story turned into Louis yeah. and Bo Deedle. Like everything comes back to Teresa. And I think my highlights of the episode were the rare instances where they were quiet. I enjoyed hearing Jackie's take on Ozempic. I thought yeah. that was actually like quite interesting and like quite a good point. Yep. And I enjoyed Jen Fessler talking about how <laughs> the blowback from saying she slept with James Gandolfini being like, <laughs> oh, am I such a fucking hag <laughs> that it's a crime that he can't defend himself. I, I enjoyed that. I told you she's fucking funny. I've turned around on her. Oh, I love this. Speaking of Fessler, okay, this is my question. Someone admits to, okay, what did she say? She got a facelift, a nose mm -hmm. job, and we know she's yeah. admitted she's on a Zempic. Uh-huh. But. Did you notice that she had a really quite pronounced lisp? So I oh, thought. Oh, do you think she got caps or something? I thought she got her teeth did. And I'm like, so what? You can admit to all that stuff, but it's a crime to admit that you got new chompers? <laughs> Maybe she's like, dental isn't plastic surgery. Or was it a facelift that fucked up her speech pattern and now she's got a speech impediment? Because I'd be wanting Maybe. my money back if that was the case. <laughs> She was really sloshing her words in then. I was just like, bitch, you look beautiful, but, like, something happened. I don't know. Just admit mm -hmm. you got your teeth done. We all know that Andy hates it. He always makes comments. He's like, like, when he says, oh, I, I like your new teeth, we all know he's joking because he hates when people get fake teeth. He thinks it looks <laughs> It can terrible. be so mean sometimes. Did you see when Jen came out and said that he's mean to her? Yes. I think someone made a comment about him being mean to her and Jen was like something about he's always like that or whatever. Yeah, something like, and I think he is. Like when she was trying to talk and he was like, she'll run out of gas in a second. It's like, <laughs> well, you could just shut up and listen. She is being funny. Maybe he thinks she talks too much. Well, maybe she does, but... I mean, she's coming out with some good lines. Like when she said booger wolf is actually an Arkansas expression. Like, okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so fucking funny. <laughs> she is funny. And normally Andy does like a funny housewife. So, yeah, maybe he doesn't like her. What do you think of, okay, the setup? So <laughs> they clearly set Danielle up and Danielle's like, I don't feel like a pawn. I don't feel like a pawn. It wasn't a setup. And then as soon as she's backstage, she tells her husband, I was set up. I know, I love that. <laughs> Why wasn't she admitting it on the couch? Because she made her bed and she knew she had to lie in it. She picked her couch. She picked her couch from the very first episode of the show mm -hmm. she was in. She was like, I'm obviously a fan of the show. If I'm Team Teresa, I'll go the distance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she backed that horse and now she's sticking with it. So she's loyal, obviously. If that doesn't show loyalty, I don't know what does. I'm going to pick a side yeah. even though they use me and hang me out to dry. 
Okay, and let's talk about the men in the separate dressing rooms, how we've had to divide them up. Best part of the show was seeing the guys. What was with Louis shirtless and then, like, when his car pulled up, he was out the window, like, screaming. Like, he's unhinged. He's a nutter. He is a walking red flag. Isn't he? I don't know if this show's going to go the distance, but at some point I'm going to open up my page six and there's going <laughs> to be cops called to Teresa Judice's house and she's going to be seen screaming at Louis going, don't follow me. Like it's going to happen. Oh, wow. It's going to happen. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. Did you read that in your coffee grounds? Well, yeah. My people <laughs> do that too. With the boys, mm. I have a question. Why is Frank Senior there and then why does he sit Next to Joe and behind Melissa, not even behind Dolores this season. Like Because he doesn't want to sit next to Louis because he hates Louis. Yeah. They couldn't sit him next to Louis. This is the first season of New Jersey that the house husbands haven't ignored the women's fights. This is the first season, mm. apart from the Joe Gorga, because that doesn't count, that is his sister, so it's the only time a man and a woman are allowed to scream at each other like that and get away with it because they're family. Mm-hmm. That's why. This is the first time the husbands have gone, we hate that husband. They hate him. And I think <laughs> Bill is fucking... Collateral. He's fucking dickhead two Schwartz, and he backs yes. the wrong fucking horse, mate. <laughs> because his wife told him to. I'm sorry. Look, I'm sure it's been edited for us to think that Bill said it. I hope that's what it was. But when Andy asks him about the fucking pool house and he's like, there's no other way it can be or whatever he says, like, Mm. why don't you hang out with your family? And he says something like, because I can't think of any other better way to do it or whatever. We keep seeing that in the trailer. Yeah. I'm sure that's edited incorrectly, but. I'm sure. But yeah, he's an idiot who's backing the wrong team because he really is just as bad. So him and Louis can fucking have each other. I don't get it. Like, this guy is a plastic surgeon. Surely you have to be some kind of intelligent to be a surgeon. And yet he hangs out with these guys. It's the same. I mean, I suppose Frank was a lawyer. I think he would rather be in the other dressing room, but I think Jen said, you know, you don't go to therapy for me. You don't hang out with me. You don't like me but do this for me and just hang out with Louis and he, and he is. I don't know. I just, I don't get it. What about, okay, with with the Louis, well, mm. I'm sure next week will be a much heavier Louis focus, but yes. Marge is talking about spoofer calls. We're suddenly in like an espionage thriller, like oh, like Scream. <laughs> you know how on Scream everyone's spoofing up, the killer's spoofing different phone calls. We're in that land. <laughs> and she's talking era. about how Louis called and abused her son. No, threatened her kid at work. I can't picture this kid. Is this an eight-year-old? Is this a 38-year-old? What what are we talking about here? I don't know how old Marge's kid is, but, yeah, I'd say closer to 38. They're talking like it's a five-year-old. But it's not. She said he called my child at work. Her kid is older. So her kids, before Marge got on the show, all her kids had moved out of home, all Mm -hmm. of them. So the stepkids, her biological kid, they'd all moved out of home. So this is a person who is old enough to work, pay their own bills. So this is an adult child. Yeah. And I know we're like, oh, you don't touch the kids, you don't touch the kids, but, like, he seemingly is quite an adult and he's not a part of the show and I'm like, I don't give a shit. But he's not a part of the show, so why are you calling and threatening a kid? Why are you threatening someone's kid? It doesn't <laughs> matter how old they are. Like, if yeah. someone called you and threatened them, you don't think your mum would have something to say about it? 
Like, that's my fucking kid. Yeah, and I, I mean, it definitely wasn't a spoofer. Like, clearly Louis did that. Of course he did Why that. is this kid not on the show, this adult kid not on the show, making up a lie about Louis? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You called someone's work landline. It's got nothing to do with this weird fucking I, I'm phone not thing into that's the been spoofing mechanics. We no, <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. And then, so Andy, what I found funny and what I don't believe about this Bo Deedle stuff that Louis trying to say he didn't hire him, you didn't have to hire him. He was a guest at your wedding. You're obviously friends. Andy said mm-hmm. on his radio show that this Bo Deedle contacted him to say that he was never hired by Louis. And I'm like, if you really weren't asked slash hired slash whatever to do this, why would you go out of your way to call Andy Cohen's radio show and say that? Like, if you mm-hmm. weren't hired, you'd just be like, I wasn't fucking hired, whatever. T, T. I do think, as annoying as it was, Teresa being like, well, ask Louie, ask Louie, ask Louie. I was like, yeah, just bring him out. Like, what are we delaying the inevitable for? I know, it's true. Anyway, a few, just just quickly, I thought Jackie's limerick was still shit. I mean, yeah. why she's rhyming chatty with daddy, like that's that's not a rhyme, dull. So I was happy she exited stage left. Mm-hmm. We also got that line again somehow where Teresa's like, I can't wait to look at your face. And I thought it was interesting when Andy muttered like, well, we know how that goes. Yeah. Seemingly implying ultimatums don't work on this show and you'll be gone. No, they don't. Do you have any other thoughts? I had a little section that I titled Uneducated Rich People Trying to Say Words. Oh, like Channing Channing Tamum? Yes. So we remember the only light parts of the whole season. I think that's why I'm mentioning it. I am being raw as a cucumber, Teresa. Mm. Wow, this is a fresh of breath air. I can't even say that properly. <laughs> Teresa. Classic. Arsenal, what does that mean? Like, you got a book, Melissa. Uh-huh. Conversatings a word, which we now find out conversating is actually a word. Remember how Marge yeah. said to Danielle, conversating isn't a word? And I didn't like Marge being so, like, elitist with that. But well, because it originally wasn't a word. It's been made a word simply because people started using it. Lots of it. words get made words. Yes. Like, <laughs> and then, of course, our favourite, how about boogerwolf? <laughs> I love that. that. That famous Arkansas expression. We needed some We need some light with the shade of the season. And it's not even shade. It was just dark. The whole thing was dark. Yeah. And I think I agree with you that the bombshells are not bombshells if they're brought up, not on camera. The whole show was played out off camera and all we got was the leftover scraps and I'm not happy about it. Yeah. It's just gotten a bit toxic. Like with Melissa and Teresa yelling at each other, like you can handle that. But then it's also Margaret calling Teresa a criminal. She's calling her the devil. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, this is going a bit too dark for my liking. I know. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, the please. one thing I want to get clarity on mm. was with that, I think it was the Jacqueline texts when Dolo said, uh, Melissa, this is not good for you. you got to sleep with one eye open. I don't get what she meant by that. Me either. What is she saying? Like Jacqueline, the reader's going to come after you on the Twitter? Like, so what? Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't make heads or tails of it. And I've seen people tweet it being like, wow, Dolores really spoke up. And I'm like, yeah, but can someone break it down for me? I don't know what the fuck she meant. I, don't, I just didn't think it was a big deal. Hold on. Angela just texted me something. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the T-shirt that Ariana made, which is fuck me in this T-shirt? Have you seen that? Oh, Oh, that was so funny. That merch is going to sell. Oh, Oh, I love it. That is fantastic. Oh, that's so good. 
What a great pyjama top that will be. Yes. Speaking of merch, we all know about the Send It to Daryl merch. Mm -hmm. But did we know that she made so much money on that Send It to Daryl merch that it paid for her entire down payment for her house next door to Sheena in Palm Desert? Holy crap. She said in eight hours. Well, now I see why Melissa's trying to make a catchphrase happen and make a merch happen because it's lucrative. Yeah, but you have to sell a shit ton of merch. So I Googled what a down payment for a house in California needs to be, right? Because I'm like, I'm All right, selling sunset. Yeah, exactly. So a down payment for a house in California is on average 12%. The house okay. is 1.3 million, so that would have to be like a hundred and sixty something thousand dollars she had to make profit wow. on that merch in order for that down payment. Just saying. Is Daryl getting a cut? Are we actually sending any of it to Daryl? No, we are not. Well, of course we'd be sending some of it to Daryl because he's her lawyer. Daryl's <laughs> getting paid enough. Don't you worry. Daryl's getting paid. <laughs> God bless Daryl. <laughs> Daryl gave permission, so that's it. He relinquishes yeah. any profits, but yeah, he's he's doing the contract. And that was just like her on like Instagram Live or something. Like that wasn't even on the show, which I think is no. That was just her Instagram Live, and that's that's four impact. Hours later. The merch was available for purchase <laughs> because so she good. saw that meme happening straight away. Man, that bitch is we business could all aspire savvy. To be. Bethany Frankel thinks she's a fucking business maven when Lala is quietly building an empire on just one catchphrase. <laughs> Amazing. She had that merch available four hours later. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Well, let's leave it there then. I guess next week we'll talk about Jersey. That'll be a nice dark cloud. But also the secrets revealed. I'm, I've got high hopes for that. For oh, Vanderpump. I forgot about secrets revealed because I thought we were taking a break, but we're not taking a break yet. Well, maybe the week after. You're going to the Thailand and our shows are going to yeah. be over. So we're going to take a teeny tiny break in a couple of yeah. weeks. I'll be um, real ultimate girls trip or whatever yeah. in Thailand. I'll, I'll meet up with Pepsi. You'll meet up with Pepsi. Oh, my God. Yes, you have to find Pepsi. And you also yeah. have to let me know if you happen to see a KFC just because I'm curious. I'll be on the lookout. I- I'm Don't curious as to know how many KFCs there are in Thailand because they had KFC a lot. Yeah. And after that little break, I mean, let us know what you maybe would like us to cover. Um, coming up shows, we've got Crappy Lake, we've got Blow Deck Down Under, OC's on at the moment. Atlanta's on at the moment. I don't know. What else is We're not covering around? fucking Atlanta, that's for sure. I'm telling you now, we're not covering Atlanta. <laughs> Sucks. I'm watching it, but I'm I'm not into it. But if you have any thoughts, reach out at effing bravo. And, yeah. Oh, wait, do you want to do sizzles? I'm looking. What about sizzles. There aren't any sizzles. There aren't any sizzles that we haven't already covered, put it that way. Perfect. Apart from the fuck Perfect. me in this T-shirt merch, which we've already covered. So I did say something about... Kathy Hilton maybe not returning? She's not returning. But does that mean like after the next season or this season? She's not on this season. Sutton's track dropped it. That's sad. We don't get Kathy because Kathy's still fighting with what's her face? Rinna. No, the one that's pretending she's not on her Zempic, her sister. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. Oh. You know, the person mm. who you think is the most overrated housewife. Oh, my God. Did you see when Andy asked Tamra who the most overrated housewife she is? She answered quickly. She thinks it's Teresa. Well, how do you feel about that? She might be right. Teresa's had her time in the sun and it's been great, but maybe. Stuff has happened to Teresa that's created 
a storyline for her on her behalf. Yeah, but I also think there's sometimes you don't want to watch someone to generate a storyline. Maybe you just want to watch someone be dumb and like be kooky and that's refreshing. And I prefer Teresa like that rather than on the couch just not finding her words and trying to fight. Exactly. I'm sorry, Roar is a cucumber. Like, that's fucking gold. you got to give her something. Yeah. Like, yes. Who do you think is the most overrated housewife? For some reason, I, when she said Teresa, I was like, I never understood the fascination that everyone had. Look, no, I'm fascinated by Teresa. I don't love Teresa. Mm. But you can't say she was overrated. I think, like you just said, she's had her time. Yeah, go off to greener pastures. Go to that farm in Ireland and just retire. (laughs) Get in that mud pit. Mm -hmm. Get in that mud pit and rest in peace. (laughs) All right. All right, yeah, let's just leave it there. I'm exhausted. I've got okay. nothing else to say except for send a bulls a layer. Send a layer. Send a layer. Bye. Bye.